0: welcome to Uxer Radio, a social science talk show from the University Center for Social and Urban Research here at the University of Pittsburgh. I'm Rob Keene.
1: I'm Bob Graddick.
0: And today's topic is Neighborhood Information Systems. Our guest in the studio today is Rob Renner from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, Office of Policy Development and Research. Hello, Bob, and welcome to the
2: show. Thank you. Uh,
0: can you uh, give us a brief background of yourself and your work at HUD? Sure. I've been
2: working at HUD uh, for the last 10 years, uh, first as a contractor and and then as a federal employee. I work, as you said, in the research arm of the agency, and uh, my specific uh, uh, toolkit, if you will, is uh, GIS and and, and, uh, spatial uh, analysis. And uh, that's uh, very important uh, to the business that HUD does. And uh, basically, uh, in addition to doing research there, I manage uh, the agency's internal uh, spatial database and basically work with every program area in the, uh, in the agency to uh, help uh, monitor and uh, analyze their programs. So what's the role of uh,
1: the Office of Policy Development and Research, or PDNR, at HUD, in terms of all the other divisions?
2: Uh, in terms of the other offices, well, the other offices are, are distinctly programmatic. They run programs, and it's, it's our job to, uh, to basically uh, do research that is uh, directly pertinent to uh, the issues uh, facing the agency. Uh, we, do, uh, we, we do some internal uh, research studies. We do a lot of contracted-out studies. Um, we do testing and demonstrations. Um, uh, all, all stuff that's supposed to be uh, very uh, timely for or for the issues that that the agency faces. Um, but we also are sort of like the on-call uh, analytical uh, hotline for the principal staff, like the secretary's office and the assistant secretaries. Uh, the program offices uh, do a great job of running the programs, but uh, they need help analyzing all the data that they collect about them and, and – with the skill set that we have in in our particular office we're the best set up to uh provide that analytical expertise so whenever uh the secretary and and, and his staff are thinking about going in a new policy direction uh they want to know uh, the what if questions if we change this you know what will happen how many people will be served uh what what are the implications and so we sort of serve uh, in that capacity to answer those questions uh, and also, lastly, we we um, we disseminate a lot of the of our work uh, to the uh, research, the academic community, and the practitioner community.
1: Now, now, where where can that research be found? Is it uh, on HUD's website?
2: Uh, we actually have a uh, our own website. It's called HUDuser.org, and uh, we find that it is easier for us because we're sort of outside the bureaucratic IT infrastructure of HUD. (laughs) So uh, it's easier for us to uh, post stuff up on there and and control that. So uh, it's a great place to go visit if you're a planner, uh, any kind of uh, urban uh, researcher. There's uh, lots of very uh, highly original uh, data sets up there that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, totally agree.
0: And that website, again, was huduser.org. huduser.org, yeah. we'll put a link to that on our website, edu just... Yeah, we pull
1: pull a lot of things from that for the uh, Pittsburgh Neighborhood Community Information System as well. So it's a great site. Um, Now, the Obama Administration is looking to really break down a lot of the silos between agencies like HUD, EPA, Department of Education, and the Department of Transportation through some new interagency programs, including Sustainable Communities and Promise Neighborhoods Initiatives. Now, how do all these changes translate to the work of local communities and agencies?
2: Well, I think... uh the hope of uh, of sort of breaking down the barriers between uh, government agencies is, is to um, basically um, be more strategic about government investment. So uh, a lot of times, like with all bureaucracies, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing, and there are opportunities maybe that are missed uh, for government funding that could be leveraged by local communities. And uh, I think the administration's hope is that by... Uh, working together uh, across agencies, uh, we can deliver a more uh, concentrated and strategic uh, government investment in the places that, that need it the most. Uh, and uh, hopefully, uh, for local information systems, that means uh, uh, more data for you guys to uh, to use. Yeah, that, that sounds great.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. And, and so also from a local community perspective, it also seems like um, there's going to have to be a multidisciplinary perspective on a lot of these issues as well, which would would be a big change for some organizations. So Certainly. Yeah. No, that's great. And and at the Pittsburgh Neighborhood Community Information System, we started a, an informal partnership recently with our uh, Pittsburgh HUD office. And they've been great. And, and the staff is very interested in using data in their work. And a lot of the data that we produce are things that they're interested in coupling with the data that comes out of uh, PD&R at HUD that you work with. Now, how can community information systems like the PNCIS continue to support the work of HUD's local offices along with PDNR?
2: Well, Well, first let me say that uh, I was very jealous of your information system when I saw it. I, I saw all this rich uh, local data that we would just kill to have for every community across the country. That would make our job so much easier. I think your work is basically uh, sort of all about uh, democratizing uh, data and uh, information. And I think it, your role will, will really be important as we go forward in uh, measuring the impact on, on some of these new policies. Um, being able to measure the change in a lot of these local indicators that you collect over time is key to uh, sort of the whole sustainability uh, issue. That's very much a, a, a buzzword in, in these days. And I think that, as you said, the, the marriage of, of local uh, data that you guys collect and, and make available with the authoritative data sources that come out of HUD and other federal agencies, uh, and, of course, GIS is a natural integrator, right? You can see uh, b- both of those things in, 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 one, in one space uh, is, is a very powerful tool. And so I think it's a, definitely a two-way street. Mm-hmm. You guys get data from us, but your data also can help inform what we're doing as well.
1: No, that's great, and and we hope to continue doing that that work here in Pittsburgh.
2: Now HUD is I've noticed on HUD
1: user and, and some data that you sent me they're they're making more and more data available, and and this is a welcome change from uh, f- from recent years. Now they've also formed at at HUD an internal geospatial working group, and and you're really involved with a lot of new tools and data that that uh, I'd love to hear about, and I think a lot of our Data users would love to hear about. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about uh, some of the really interesting things that you're doing.
2: Sure. Our uh, our assistant secretary actually formed this GIS working group. It's actually not really internal. It's intra agency. Oh, is uh, it? Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, we have um, DOJ, Department of Justice, NOAA, Census, EPA. There are a lot of people on the group, but there are th- the 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 purpose of the of the the working group is to basically. Show how geospatial technologies and GIS can basically uh, inform uh, policy decisions, so uh, the goal was to pick sort of three projects that we could stand up and 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 sort of point to as sort of like a best practice uh, type of thing. And uh, the NOAA guys came to the table with a really interesting app having to do with uh, sustainability and resiliency in coastal communities along the Gulf Coast, and they've brought together a lot of uh, demographic data uh, and data about local assets to sort of uh, bring awareness towards the issues of uh, coastal inundation and disaster preparedness. And they have was one thing that, that will be out later this year that's part of, of this uh, interagency working group. It's called the Sea Level Rise Viewer. And it's actually kinda of freaky. You can on a map go to your address and bring it up on Google Maps with the street view and then it will actually show a a visual of what the water level would look like at three feet, four feet, oh, wow. six feet. And uh, I'm sure that that always freaks people out when they demo it. You know, you, you, you actually see what your block might look like in, in the case of a severe, uh, you know, hurricane strike or, 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 or what have you. Uh, so it, it's it's an interesting tool to help sort of raise awareness to, to these issues. Also, one of the other uh, projects we're working on with uh, DOJ is a, is a mortgage fraud uh, sort of indicator or, or a warning system, and that actually is going to be utilizing some data that, that probably uh, hasn't uh, been made public, and I think FinCEN, which is a division of Treasury that's responsible for tracking fraudulent complaints um, from from financial institutions, mm-hmm. are going to be making data available for this tool. And uh, basically, it's it's meant to be uh, sort of an early warning system at the local level, probably like block group or track level for um, the likelihood of mortgage fraud. And and in today's sort of reeling housing market. Uh, Mortgage fraud has played a obviously a tremendous role in sort of where we 're at right now, so
1: oh absolutely
2: I think that would be a a, a very well rece- received um, application when it does come to fruition and then the thing that i 'm mostly involved in is the cities in transition uh working uh project we 're trying to um find a way to bring capacity in in what what we would call. Uh, I guess, cities in long-term decline, right? The mm-hmm. the politically correct term is city in transition. I would like to say these are cities that want to be in transition. And one of the issues facing cities like a Youngstown, Ohio, for example, is a very large amount of abandoned and blighted land. And there are all sorts of policy questions surrounding what to do with that land, how mm-hmm. to reconfigure it, how to right-size the city, and basically come up with a new land use pattern that that makes the city maybe smaller footprint but more viable, and in order to get to that, you sort of need to know well where are these abandoned and vacant properties so we 're hoping to work with uh, the University consortium for geographic information science uh, to uh, to put some uh, some good cheap student labor to work and and uh, and do some of these uh, uh, vacant and abandoned parcel surveys that, like the what has been done in in, in Youngstown and, and Detroit, uh, and other places, and and sort of bring that as a as a sort of a planning tool to help people envision what their city could look like, should look like. Yeah, down the road. I think
1: I think that's one of the issues that we're dealing with here, not necessarily on as broad a scale as Youngstown, but in pockets of the city, you you see just huge levels of abandonment, and you know fiscal abandonment, physical abandonment, all kinds of abandonment. And and so we're involved with, um, you know, the mayor's office who's putting together, who's put together a task force to deal with this and, and look at legislation to really improve the land banking process so we can deal with these in a, you know, in a more rational way. Um, and, right. and we're also involved with a survey that, that, you know, folks are going to hear about today in our users conference where um, in Homewood we've done, you know, property surveys of vacant land and, occupied land and done some really neat things with photography that uh, you know, we would love to talk to you more about and and share ideas and, and get some tools from you that would be fantastic so
2: yeah and uh, you guys are already obviously ahead of the curb you've got tremendous uh, ability here but I'm, I, we worry about the cities that don't have uh, Local information system. So that's who we're really trying to uh, help out here, and and anything from your experience that we can learn would be greatly appreciated. Oh, sure. I'll send you some things. (laughs) And uh, one more thing I mentioned, too. One of the strategic goals of of the department is is to preserve uh, affordable housing rental housing, that is. And uh, towards that goal, we're planning on uh, creating and making public a database that we affectionately call the preservation database, which brings together uh, information about affordable housing units of all types. Uh, There's some information you can go on, you know, the HUD website right now and you can get information about multifamily assisted units, you know, when their contracts are expiring, when their loan terms are going to be up. But there's park pockets uh, of the uh, rental community that we don't know about or that we don't, you know, uh, publish data about, the Long-Term Housing Tax Credit Program, the, the USDA Rural stuff. So the the goal of this effort is, is to be able to collect all that data about rental housing uh, in one place and allow housing activists and policymakers, uh, a, 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 a rich data source to go to, to you know further the goal of preserving affordable housing and and that 's something that we 're doing with transformation initiative money, which is uh, something else i 'll talk about later today, but uh, basically Congress authorized us to use one percent of our budget towards uh, transforming the way we do business, and a lot of that uh, we 're EPDR is going to be uh, deeply involved in because it involves improving HUD data systems, and uh, and this preservation uh, database is uh, is going to be funded with TI money. So
0: oh, that sounds great. Yep, I would love to hear
1: more as these things roll out. And
0: uh. Uh, thanks for joining us, Rob. Is that the uh, all the questions we have for you today, Rob? Anything else you want to mention regarding uh, Rob?
1: Rob, you did go to
2: IUP. Right. Yes, I'm, okay. Um, okay. So I wouldn't s- quite say I'm a hometown boy, but it's nice to be back in Pittsburgh. Nice. So.
0: Thank you very much. Again, that was Rob Renner from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. And, and uh, our own Bob Gradyk, who has a very good radio voice, by the way. Thank very you. Good, I've been Very good interview.
1: Yeah, I've been working on it. Maybe I have another career down the road.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, this podcast, as well as other podcasts, can be downloaded from our site at www.ucsur.pitt.edu that's www.uxer.pit.edu also we can be found on iTunes if you simply go to the iTunes store type in uxer u c s u r you will find uh, this podcast as well as, as well as other podcasts that we do uh, thank you again and have a nice day the, are
2: and the down i like to try I'm so far from town. the sun keeps shining in the north wind keep it up speed. Forget about myself for a while I can see what others.
0: Need. The opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the University Center for Social and Urban Research or the University of Pittsburgh. Discussions are intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.